Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's Studio 99 along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins. Really appreciate you tuning in this evening. We're having a lot of fun here in uh, the new digs at Studio 99. The game against the Chicago Blackhawks coming up at 7. We just had former uh, head medical trainer for the Eskimos and Oilers, Ken Lowe, on the show. So he'd be interested in the leading-edge physiotherapy injury report. Mm-hmm, very meet, interested. Meet the team and find all four locations at leadingedgephysio.com. Ty Raddy is still on injured reserve, but he calls himself day-to-day. He's been practicing, looks very close to being activated and returning to the lineup and uh, Andre Secker remains on long-term injured reserve for the Edmonton Oilers. I'm pleased to uh, welcome back to the 630 Ched Airwaves former Edmonton Oiler, former NHL defenseman and played for the Chicago Blackhawks. We're going to see yep. uh, tonight. Doug Hicks is on the show. Doug, great to see you. Great. Thank you very much. We, yeah, you had, you had Kenny Lowe on here before. You know, he was he was a great, great medical guy. You know, I had a bruise one time on, I forget where it was, uh, shoulder or something, and he told me tape an aspirin to it and show up to practice the next day. You know, he guy was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool that you guys brought my uh, my wine dude to the, to yeah. the place there. I mean, normally yeah. I have to go to his place to get my bottles <laughs> yeah, of wine, but great. bring now him here. And now he's delivering He's it. delivering right, yeah, right to I the like station that. here. And I, a nice little plug for, the, uh, for my after hockey uh, Hicks Fine Wines. I like that. Thank the, you. W- when you were a player and uh, you would have had several you know, trainers uh, over the years with the different teams and cities you were in, um, tell me about the relationship you had with, with trainers. Were there some, like Rob was talking about building up trust with them, maybe some trainers you might feel better talking to about whatever is ailing you. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, you, you know, those are the guys that, uh, you know, are up at five in the morning and, and still up at midnight, you know, taking care of all your stuff for you. So, you know, you, you try to you try to build a relationship with them and, and uh, you know, not to get preferential treatment, but they do work hard and they take care of everything you need. Especially uh, myself, I found as a defenseman, you know, I was I was one of the guys that kind of was blocking shots and, and things like that. So, you know, I always wanted to make sure that they had my shin pads especially and a few other things, you know, taking care of, gloves on, and make sure, you know, you didn't break a hand or anything. So, you know, tried to try to get, you know, not on their good side, I mean, but just, just, you know, build a relationship so all that stuff was, you didn't have to worry about it. You could go and play, you could, you could block shots, and if you got some kind of bruise, you get somebody taking care of you. Uh, a training room in a hockey dressing room is like a kitchen at a party. Seriously, yeah. everybody everybody goes and hangs out in the training room. It, it, like there, there'll be twelve guys in there at any time, two or three getting worked on, and everyone's in. That's where you talk. Just like at a party, everyone goes to the kitchen. Everyone's in the training room. We had a guy in uh, Pittsburgh my first year. He went in with a groin injury. He would take his thumbs and he would put them in and dig so hard that you cried. You never went back with a groin injury to that trainer again. So there were good and there were bad. Yeah. That sounds great, Rob. It was, yeah. Yeah. I can still feel his hand right now. Like, oh, it hurts so bad. Doug, all right. So uh, Stoffer was here earlier. He knew you were coming on. He said, you got to ask Doug Hicks uh, about, now your rookie year was 74-75 with the North Stars. Yep. By the way, speaking of being healthy, you played all 80 games as a rookie. So there you go. I did, yeah. Henry Boucher was attacked by Dave Forbes. Is this... 
the Stoffer, Stoffer usually remembers everything properly. Absolutely, so. yeah, yeah. No, I remember it vividly. Uh, Henry Boucher was a um, uh, a Native um, American, uh, you know, really a Native American because he came from uh, War Road, I believe, War Road, Minnesota. Right. And uh, yeah, it was he was a, quite a story, you know, coming in, onto the team and uh, and you know uh, the Boston Bruins back in those days, you know, so we're talking 74, 75, the Big Bad Bruins. So you know, Dave Forbes, you know, little weasel guy and. You know, and, and Henry wasn't really doing anything. He, he wasn't a tough guy. He, he didn't do anything like that. He was just playing a little too good. And so Forbes figured he was going to, you know, teach him something. And I, I know he didn't mean to, you know, spear him in the eye, but something went wrong. And, uh, and yeah, got him right in the eye. It was terrible. There was blood all over the ice. And, There's, and uh, it was, policing's it was, a little different in the National yeah. Hockey League than it was back then. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah, it was a real unfortunate And was that incident. a benches empty incident like happens sometimes? You know what? It wasn't, it wasn't because it was so, even for those days, it was so shocking that this little guy, you know, hit Henry in the eye. And it was like blood all over it and we were all in shock because of the amount of blood and where that stick had gone so i believe it probably took them another 10 minutes before there was you know there was the milling about but everybody was just like get this guy a stretcher get this guy a doctor we didn't need any of that other crap going on while we henry was taken care of well it was only one eye if it was two eyes a brawl would have oh, happened yeah, but right, back yeah, then yeah. it was only one eye yeah. so Doug Hicks joining us on the face-off show as we're getting you ready for the Oilers and the Blackhawks. You did get to play uh, briefly as a Hawk, uh, end of 77-78, and then uh, just over half the season in 78-79. Um, you know, and Rob got to play and live in Chicago, too, uh, late in your yeah, career playing in the right IHL. The, what do you remember just about living with Chicago and the vibe and even then the anthem and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, funny the way it turned out, uh, Reed. You know, I'm sitting next to, uh, next to Lou Nanny. He was my bench guy and I don't know what happened you know he took over as a GM and he said to me call me in his office the next day said Doug I'm trading you and I go Lou uh, did I tell you too many stories <laughs> I said sitting next to you what the oh and his, he had a great excuse he said you know, you're the only one on the team that really has any value than people they want to. So <laughs> I was like, okay. Anyway, it was what you know. It was, it was terrific. I traded off Chicago, and uh, back in those days, um, when I went there, very old team: Stan Makita, John Marks, Phil Esposito. Um, uh, you know, they had a, all the guys right at the end of their career, but all storied guys. Bobby Orr. I got to play with Bobby Orr his last ten games of, of his career. Um, so it was so pretty pretty cool seeing all these old guys. One thing I remember, I sat next to Stan Makita in the dressing room when I was in Chicago. And so he'd been in the league for 20-some years. What was, what was he, 38, I think, when he finally retired. So just to fill up time between periods, he would have Skip Thayer, the trainer, bring in all four of his hockey sticks that he had on the bench. He never used them. He didn't play a lot at that time. He would unwrap every single stick. He would just sit there, unwrap every single stick, the tape off it, re-tape every one of them. By the time this was all done, we were ready to go back on the ice. So he had this little ritual that just filled up, you know, because back in those days, they didn't really listen to any, right. our, any coach that came in and was <laughs> ranting and raving, and they were like... Oh, okay. <laughs> but that also goes to what we had earlier. We have the trainer. Like, if you have a good medical trainer, he's around forever. Skip Thayer. I, I had Skip Thayer when I played oh, in really? Chicago, and I had him in Pittsburgh as well. If someone is really, really good, he's there forever. Skip Thayer, funny story about him. He was married and then divorced her and married her sister. And he had kids, and the kids 
mom, stepmom and aunt were the same lady. So it was kind of cool. Skip, <laughs> Skip was a little silly. <laughs> uh, Doug Hicks joining us on the Face Off show. Doug, uh, obviously you got claimed by, by, I think you were claimed in Empton in the expansion draft. I was, Which yes. was a I, different form of expansion because they were coming from the WHA. Exactly. But what do you remember about finding out about well, you being an Kind of a neat thing about it. Um, uh, I'd heard... Um, or we had heard. I played with Glenn, Glenn Sather in, uh, in 1977 in Minnesota. And then he went off and we traded him. And all of a sudden he shows up as the coach and general manager of the Oilers. So the expansion happens. And uh, I think I just got off the golf course with Stan Makita. He was a real avid golfer and was kind of working at a course out there. And got off the golf course, got back to, to town. I didn't even know the expansion draft was going on. Got back home. There was a phone message for me. And it was Slats calling up. Nick say, yeah, I picked you up in the expansion draft. You're coming to Edmonton. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, let's get at her. And uh, and yeah, you know, and then uh, so that was just, that was great. I my folks are in Red Deer, and you know, I was born in Cold Lake, so to come back to Alberta and, and play for the Oilers and the expansion team here, that was fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you didn't quite. Uh, make it to the Stanley Cup rosters, but you did. You were part of that team that upended the Canadians in '81. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was a, well. The first year it was exciting, just making the playoffs right. and getting knocked out by uh, Philadelphia. Uh, but then, yeah, that that uh, run against uh, Montreal, that was uh, that was something else. Yeah, that was really uh, really amazing. And then got in against the Islanders too. So, if you, so yeah. if you look back throughout your career, highlight favorite moment in the NHL career or pro hockey career. You know, I think probably would have been that series against Montreal. Yeah, I look back. I, my first couple of years in Minnesota, I, I, um, I honed my golf game. We never made the playoffs uh, <laughs> for those first three years in Minnesota. So to be able to, uh, and in Chicago, we, uh, we made the playoffs against Boston. But, but yeah, I think that was a really, you know, uh, my individual uh, accomplishments weren't uh, weren't huge. So I go off the, def you know, the team part of it. And, I, and as a team, we all really gelled against Montreal. It was absolutely amazing to be able to beat that team at that time. So. All right. Well, we're going to add something very important to your career resume. You get to be tonight's celebrity recommendor in our first goal of the game contest. You've probably heard this. It's very simple. We have a 630 Chad Lister predict who scores first for the Oilers. We're looking to give them a $50 gift certificate to direct work where, where you can always score a good deal. Now, we had Brian Benning on the show two days ago. Embarrassing. It was he did, absolutely he embarrassing. He did not pick his son to score the first <laughs> like, goal seriously, of the game. how could he you scored, not pick your son? He, scored, <laughs> he picked Ryan Strobe. Uh, so, Doug, no, you were a defenseman, but you can take anybody, anybody you want. Uh, first scale goal tonight, uh, Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl. Very safe bet. The recommendation very, very safe bet. of Doug Hicks. Are you going to go with I played, Doug? I played with uh, Leon's dad uh, over in uh, Germany. Oh, really? And I played with Kopitar's dad in uh, Yugoslavia when I was there. Oh, so. amazing. Yeah. You're uh, showing your age on those yeah, ones, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, like, I think that Montreal series you talked about, I think Reed and I were about two back then watching that series. I remember it. <laughs> oh, very quickly. Uh, what do you have Give us the plug for the uh, yeah, for Rob's, what are you wine, doing nowadays? Rob's wine store. What are you doing nowadays? Yeah, I'm Rob's uh, wine guy. I um, <laughs> opened up a store four years ago out at uh, St. Albert. Uh, it was where the original holes was on the corner of, uh, of uh, Boudreaux and Belrose, called the Shops of Boudreaux. And I have Hicks Fine Wines in there. It's been uh, open coming up fourth year anniversary. And uh, we've got a real happening mall, lots of restaurants in there, Mercado, the uh, Italian wine uh, uh, our Italian, I'm sorry, uh, bakery and uh, food store. 
and my wine store. So it's, it's excellent. Great, great, I'm right on. Great shop to come out to, and uh, we got got a great selection of wines and uh, and everything. We got spirits, beer, everything. Doug, drop by anytime you like. It's great to have you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Enjoyed it. We're live at Studio 99, Edmonton, Chicago, coming up at 7, City Ford Faceoff Show, Oilers Hockey, presented by Osmond Auction.